Welcome to Why Is with Ty and Dan. We're back in the green room. It's time to talk about movies that are related to the MCU. So, you know what I did this weekend, Mr. Tyler? Took a nap. I wish I took a nap. Oh. I didn't. Oh, no. What? I don't, you, you didn't take a nap. You said you wish oh, you took you, a nap. I was yeah, invested I to, in this um, story. I went to the uh, Chicago. Oh, my gosh. I didn't mute my phone. Uber Eats. Jeez, what are you doing? I went to the, uh, uh, the Chicago Film Critics Festival where I saw multiple films. Uh, I saw... The big film, the two big, uh, I saw three big films that are like big Oscar contenders. Those were The Lost Daughter, The Power of the Dog, and Red Rocket. Okay, Red Rocket isn't really an Oscar contender, but it's like a big indie movie. Mm. Uh, and let me tell you, The Power of the Dog, five out of five movie. My, only my third one this year. Um, really great. Highly recommend. Although it might be a little, I don't know how to put this. It's a, it's like the type of movie I describe as a steak. Like, it really is just like there's a lot to chew on. It's really good, but you kind of want to like just eat it again. Yeah. Because it was that like you, you don't think you tasted it at all. Mm. So more like when you go to a restaurant and order a good steak. Yeah. And since it's so good, you like just devour it and you're like, ah, shoot, I should have taken it slower. So I'll come back here next week, buy another one if I have enough money. And then you know? it's never as good. The next time. I mean, I don't know. I haven't rewatched The Power of the Dog. It could be very well good. Yeah. It's got uh, Ben DeCumberbatch in it and Kirsten Dunst, two people we've talked about on this podcast a lot recently. So Two, two people who will be in the new Spider-Man movie. Oh, wait. No. Never mind. Yeah. I don't think Kirsten Dunst would be. No. Honestly. No, I don't uh, think so. I also think she's the type of person who, if she was in it, she'd just be like out for a minute and be like, yeah, I'm in it. You know? Like, she has, yeah. she has no reason to lie about it. Uh, but anyway, uh, but... The other two movies they've been five stars this year too are um, Drive My Car, which is a three hour long Japanese film about Uncle Vanya, a production of Uncle Vanya. Mm. She's actually really good too. If you have three hours of your time, I yeah. would highly recommend that too when it's on streaming uh, and you're willing to watch a three hour Japanese movie. Uh, but the other five out of five movie this year is Luca, which conveniently is this is part three of our Luca podcast series because on Disney Plus Day, Disney dropped. Ciao, Alberto, the short film about Alberto. What do we think of Ciao, Alberto? Uh, Arguably the hottest thing that Disney dropped on Disney Plus Day. I mean, is it is it (laughs) arguable? I think it is factually the best thing Disney dropped on Disney Plus Day. Yeah, because unless we count Shang-Chi as like being. Oh, that's true. That's true. Yeah. Well, actually, you know, you know what the actual hottest thing was is that I've been wanting Enchanted on Disney Plus for so long, and they finally added it. Aren't that to be? Isn't the there thing going to be? Plus. Didn't they drop it because there's going to be a sequel called Disenchanted? There's going to be a sequel next year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm down for Amy Adams getting paid and having fun. She's in so many dramas nowadays that the idea of her being like, "Yeah, I'll do a musical again," that seems like good for her. You know, like she needs to stop doing all these sad stuff. And anyway. But ciao, Alberto. Yeah. Um, so uh, it's. I mean, for an eight minute, for an eight minute short, it was really six minutes. Yeah. Because well, the that's true. Hit six minutes. in. Yeah. So for a six minute short, 
it it does what it set out to do. It felt more like an epilogue to yeah to Luca. Um, so I mean, I guess that that's good. You know, for that's good criticism of it. If it still felt like it was a part of the original film, it's a very long um, mid credit scene. Yes, <laughs> yes. Uh, so, so yeah, but it's. I mean, it's it's ultimately it's Alberto and uh, Massimo, you know, like finally like bonding and yeah, I, and I'm and I think I was it's kind of like I was oh, like cool. That uh, yeah, that's that's about it. I yeah. think it's interesting because to me, the Pixar shorts are usually like comedic set pieces built around their characters. Yeah, and this was more like a piece of drama where the the probably the director is like, and by the director I mean they're both the director of the short and the director Luca was like you know. Massimo doesn't really talk to Julia, so why would she really like bond with Alberto immediately? And yeah. Alberto really needs constant approval from Luca, so this isn't necessarily going to be any good immediate adjustment for them. So they're like, let's make a short film about that. I think it's a little rushed at points, but I don't mind that. Like, because I recognize the form of it being a short, and again, I don't really want a Luca sequel, yeah, or like really a Luca continuation other than a short. So the fact that they use their one short on like trying to close off this character arc that I didn't really think existed, I'm kind of like, oh, okay, like that's cool. Um, it's sweet. Um, I got a little emotional at the end when, uh, spoiler alert, uh, you should probably watch the short before you listen to this episode. Probably. Because it's only six minutes long. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, um, but when he said, called, uh, Massimo dad, I liked that. Like it was a nice little moment. I, yep. I still want my, like, moment where he's like oh this makes julia my sister i think that is a comedic that is the comedic short we need as a follow-up to ciao alberto ciao ciao julia <laughs> that, that is actually what i would title is ciao julia yeah uh but yeah i think uh it was cute uh and it looked really well great i think i felt emotion also weirdly when the music started playing at the beginning. I'm like, oh yeah lucas score is so good mm-hmm. but uh if okay so this this film i know we we had both said that we don't want a luca sequel this film makes me see that there is a possibility for a luca sequel um in it, that uh, alberto dying not no 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 it, it's not gonna be like what we had what we had talked about in uh the luca podcast part two um yeah, no. As much as I want that Luca and Miguel crossover, I don't. Or yeah, I don't think I don't think we'll get that. Um, but uh, I could see that, like a maybe a year or a couple years down the road, uh, Julia and Luca come back to to visit Massimo. Oh, well, and they'll come back Alberto. next summer. They'll yeah, they'll summer, come back the next know? summer. Yeah, so, so they come back yeah. and like Alberto and Luca are they've you know they've grown up and they've got a lot more responsibilities and those responsibilities are now going to like the it, those responsibilities it's it would be a movie about growing up is what it would be about. You know it, well, realizing about, that your um, summers are no longer where you have the freedom to go adventure and they're wide my, open. My thing you is, know? for one thing, I think, yeah, I get what you're saying. For one thing, for me, I think Luca's ending, the reason why I love it so much yeah. is that 
you know, it is a very like true to form thing where, you know, you say goodbye to someone, you go, oh, we'll definitely see each other again. And you don't actually know that. Right. Now, in this, right. yeah, you do. You do know that because, of course, Luke is going to go visit his parents. But like, it's just. It's very much a when he returns, they're not going to be the same people because they're both going to have their own experiences. And before that, they yep. really only had each other. Yeah. Um. So I guess like it's kind of like what you're pitching is the Toy Story 3 type of sequel. And by that, I mean, is that Toy Story 2 posits that, you know, someday Andy's going to grow up. But for now, we have each other. And that's its own little sweet little ending. But then Toy Story 3 is like, yeah, well, he did grow up. So now you actually have to deal with it. You know? Yeah. I feel like that's what you're kind of yeah, pitching. Yeah. Sequel, which I think would be fine. I would just want to wait a while for it. Yeah. You know, like, and I would I would honestly be fine with just if every Pixar short before their main films was just something about Luca. I I would be fine with that, you know? In that case, I would rather just be like a TV show and not like a week, not like like a short film, like a short every week. Like how they had a forky show where it was like two minute shorts every week. Yeah. Like I wouldn't mind that. Um, but what I would say also about um the Luke sequel I would do. Now we're just pitching Luke sequels. Is right. There is this great Italian film I actually saw a few weeks before Luca. Not intentionally. It was just being screened at the music box. But I remember I saw it. Then I saw Luca. I was like, I'm really glad I saw that before Luca. Um, called Cinema Paradiso. Where it's about this person in the, I think, 40s in Italy. Um, is a kid who becomes friends with a projectionist at the local cinema house. Mm-hmm. And about 45 minutes into the movie... The guy, um, the projectionist, um, there's a fire and he goes blind in the fire. Um, so the kid, since he's watched him be the projectionist for so long, uh, now knows how to be the projectionist. And then the movie jumps ahead till he's 18. And there's like 45 minutes of him as a teenager and deciding if he wants to be, leave home and become a filmmaker. And he doesn't really want to, but the old projectionist really encouraged him to. Yeah. And then the end of the movie jumps ahead to when he's 60 and the projectionist has died and he returns home. Uh, it's a really great movie. Highly recommended. It. Uh, even though I kind of spoiled the whole thing, but it's okay. that I, I feel like it's one of those movies where the plot doesn't matter. Yeah. So I, I think it's okay. I spoiled the whole thing personally. Um, and the worst thing about it is there's a romantic subplot, but that's whatever. The movie's really sweet. Um, so I wouldn't mind that. Like give us a Luca trilogy where next time we see them, they're like in college and the next next time we see them, they're sixty. Like, <laughs> I don't think we would get that last one because it's gonna be like, nope, that's not gonna make us money. Uh, but right. It's kind of like my pitch for the well, third Goofy movie. I mean, I don't think I'm ever gonna get it. About the third what movie? I want a third Goofy movie. Have I never pitched this to? I think you have. I think you have. Back Do you want in me to college, pitch it again? sure. So the first Goofy movie, as we all know, is about Goofy. And Max, Max is in high school and like he's embarrassed of his dad and they come close. The second Goofy, the extreme Goofy Goofy. It's about same thing pretty much, but now it's in college and they do elite sports. <laughs> so I was thinking about this because you want to know what trilogy had a really good ending is the X-Men Wolverine trilogy. And yeah. so I want a movie titled Goof. Uh, and it's about Max dying. <laughs> and Goofy is old. And Pete is like, Pete is like, it's such a shame your son died. So Goof goes on a road trip to visit uh, Roxanne, who lives on the other side of the country and whatever. But my real reason for pitching it is because I want the trailer to be set to hurt. And he'd be like, 
I hurt myself today. Gosh! To see how I still feel. I'm goofy. I focus on the pain. <laughs> the only thing that's real. Yeah. Uh, oh my. <laughs> Uh, so that, that's what we really. So I you, mean, if, I'd watch it. Or you give me Luca three, where they're all old. <laughs> an old man comedy. Give Luke. me this or give me goof. <laughs> give me Luca three or give me goof. We don't need Luca two. Just jump straight to Luca three. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah. But yeah. yeah anyway, Ciao I, Alberta. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ciao, Ciao Alberta. Okay, so best moment for me is when they're on the dock and um. Massimo's got it that barrel of fish in his in his hand and uh he it looks like he's going to sell it to this to this uh, other guy and then uh Alberto does something to where he like knocks the barrel over and knocks Massimo and the barrel of fish into the water and I remember like this is a six minute short and here I was going, oh, no, like I audibly said that. Yet I watched Amazing Spider-Man 2 and not once said anything out loud. Um, I mean, I, I said something at one point. I was like, oh, no, but not like, <laughs> oh, no, like, oh, no. I mean, I was pretty much just I, I actually I was just I texting you every, all of my thoughts for that. There's movie, one but. shot in the Amazing Spider-Man 2. And I'll bring it up when we record our Amazing Spider-Man 2 episode that just cracks me up, even though there's nothing actually funny going on. It's just like a moment where she like paused it and imagined it being released as like a production still. It completely distills everything wrong with the movie. But anyway, um, there, um, to me, my best moment of it is weirdly, okay, I'm going to complain about something, which is some, okay, I like this as a drama, but I do think it's kind of a sad to me that it doesn't really, get much into the sea monster integration into the town. Yeah. Because it's really mostly, most of the short Luca is in his human form. Excuse me, Alberto's in his human form. Which means, to me, my favorite part of it was him catching a fish. Because it was when he was a sea monster and doing sea monster stuff. Uh, In a way, I, I, yeah, I don't know. I thought it was good, though. And I think the, the ending is good. I, it's, it is definitely something where I'm like, I want more. I want more Alberto. Yeah. I want more Luca. Yeah, it's honestly give me a Luca Christmas special. That's what that's what we need. Luca Christmas special. Also, where's the uncle? Give me the uncle. Well, he he he'll get his own Disney Plus show. Let's be real. Give us the BTS. I think we've already said this before, but give us the Just BTS. Release the footage. Release, <laughs> Just the release, release the footage of him doing his lines. Release the Sacha Baron Cohen cut. Yes. Uh-huh. All right. I think has that wrapped up our uh, green room? Yeah, we've we've definitely talked enough about Ciao Alberto. <laughs> Ciao Alberto. For we've Google, doubled Google the yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. Double the runtime of the short. <laughs> yes. <laughs> now, join us for our next green room, and hopefully, we'll have another look at things to discuss. I don't know when it will be. Maybe the Matrix. Hopefully, I don't know. We'll see. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe we'll see. Maybe oh, these things are always in the air. Maybe. 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 Maybe that'll be your maybe. Well, ciao, Tyler. (laughs) All right, catch you in the next one.